Hello everyone, welcome to part 12 of my podcast called Crippled But Not Down. Today I want to talk about normal child development between ages 12 and 18. It's the prime time. It's the time when ideas, motivation, goals, dreams, personality, physique, everything gets developed, and it's developed very fast. And this kind of fast development causes a bit of a struggle when it comes to hormones and the changes that happen in a human. The young and playful children go from playing with everyone to being picky about who they play with, being picky about the kind of friends they're making, making up their mind about things they don't want to do, trying to pick up a fight with a parent because they don't agree with the style of life that they have been brought up with. They seem to have their own ideas as to how things should work. And I would say it's in these years between 12 and 18 where the true power of a parent is visible. If the children trust the parent, then they know that the parent knows the dangers. But I would still say that even if as parents we might know, or as we become parents we might learn the dangers that come with free style of life, I would still let the children have some of those experiences to feel the pain of falling down. Because for me, that was the way I learned. I had to be exposed to things. But after I was exposed to them, and I was sorry about having done them, I'd have to have listening, and I had listening and understanding parents who would understand that I got hurt. They're not there to judge me, to say, we told you you shouldn't have done that. But it it was more about them understanding that it was my life experience that I chose to have. For example, the first time I got drunk, my father didn't yell at me for coming home at 7 o'clock in the morning. But he made me a strong soup so as to make sure that I get sober quickly. He understood what it feels like to 
be drunk and to be sorry for it. I feel that even though it hurts to see other people suffer, there is no problem in them going through it. But it, the problem becomes when people are judged for having had that experience. At the age of 18, I was exposed to pornography. And such a thing as that was very hard for me to cope with. Because I got addicted to it. I wanted to watch more and more of it. And it was only friends and family members whom I believed and trusted, who understood what I was going through, what was so enticing about it in the first place, and why am I now dealing with these kind of emotional experiences? I do understand that I should have avoided them. But I think it's sometimes better to let things go and have the experience and then turn back to things that we know to be right. There are obviously things that you can come back from and there are things that cannot be reversed. For example, if a child would tell me that they want to run off to the street and play with the ball in midst of oncoming cars, I wouldn't let them, because they might die. You know, the little children are unaware of the dangers, how fragile their body is. So that's why you have to let them get hurt, so that they know what they're made of. You have to let them fall to make them feel the bleeding and feel the pain, because the body itself tells them, hey, it hurts, I don't want this, make sure it doesn't happen again. The body is such a wonderful thing that it has the defense system that can kick in only if exposed to things that can hurt. You know, the immune system of a human doesn't kick in until it is exposed to some ailment. So keeping children in a sterile environment where nothing can happen is not going to help them learn. So, controlled exposure is the way to do it. By controlled exposure, I mean, hey, I'll let you do this thing 
if you promise me you'll come back, you come home. You know, I'll let you go off to a party if you go home and tell me what it was about. But that sort of experience and that sort of behavior would not be ex expected from a child if the child didn't believe the parent that they would not be judged for whatever have, they have done. As I said, very vividly, I remember the times when I did stupid things and my parents thought I would have done even worse things because of the friends I hang out with, like using drugs. But even though I had the option, I had been offered the drugs to take. I never took because I didn't feel the need to do that. If you feel love and care from somebody around you, you don't need to go for drugs that are there to induce the happiness. It's the love and care of the family that makes the life what it is. I know that as young adults or youth, we did stupid things. We put up a fight. We yelled at each other. I swore at my mother many times because I didn't like the way she was dealing with some things. But the older I get, the more I understand why she did it. So, with this perspective, I want to urge and encourage every one of us to be more open to letting things go by, but not slip by. In terms of us knowing that it had happened. That it, the experience was given and the experience was received. The children now understand what it feels like. And we can talk about why did they want it in the first place. If it fulfilled their expectations. You know, wanted to try an alcohol. For me, drinking alcohol was like fitting into a community. I wanted to fit in with a couple friends that I had. Because they were all drinking, I felt like I had to do it too. In order to fit in. That's pretty natural thing at between the ages 11 and 18. 
because even though we wish to be different, we wish to be normal. We wish to fit into the society that is around us. We wish to fit somewhere to have the feeling of belonging. Because we don't agree with our parents anymore. So we feel sort of left out. And uh, to conclude this episode, I would just say that even if you don't agree with the parent, or even if the parent doesn't agree with the child, there's no point in arguing over it. We may not agree, but we have to respect it. I think going deeper into the idea of like an example situation a child wanting to leave the house at the age of 18 would be the appropriate question would be why do you want to leave because you know there might be many reasons there might be that their friends have left the home so they want to belong to a group of friends that have all done the same thing or the child might want to leave the home because they're not happy because they want something different but the more we try to understand each other the better we get at behaving with each other, treating each other nicely, and doing the all, all the stuff that we always read about in books. I know I'm not qualified to give this sort of advice, but I'm just sharing my own ideas of parenting, as I wish my children would be brought up. If there is any one of you who has either opposing or agreeable views on this sort of idea, please let me know and I'll gladly communicate with you and might alter some of my own ideas if I see fit to incorporate whatever you told me. I know the idea of parenting is developing over time and it's always been that the first child is the one that is the hardest to deal with because we don't know what we're doing. We think we know, but we don't. We think we have an idea of how to deal with certain situations, but sometimes things might get confusing or surprising. They're never situations that you could completely prepare for. But even if you're not prepared for everything, better be prepared at least for something. And better be prepared to love the ones you claim to love. Thank you so much for listening.